Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, so glad that I'm going to tell them to tune in to We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the way we get upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. We're so glad for be here one more again. I'm going to know who this shall be. This year, the Queen Quit Head Pun this year body called the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I'm going to tune in one more again to We Radio Station. It's been a time, it's been a time, it's been a time. This year passed Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. And since we just one day out, we're going to dedicate this year program to the Manual 9. Let we take another moment of silence. Ashe, 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 Amen. So glad that Hunter Children are tuning in one more again to this year's show, still sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Sealant Coalition. Hunter Children can always find we at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-N-O-I-N-Geechee. Okay, that? 
All right, gullahgeechee.net. And we're so glad that so much of Hunter Chillin, way out Jonah, that joined we. And you know sometimes you can't crack your teacher because you ain't in the chat. Hunter, they get it this year over your iPad and thing after you're done downloading for iTunes and things like that. Thank you, thank you. Hunter, to follow we later on because you just get in from working a bit after the showdown broadcast. Well, Hunter can always still send me email to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O. At com, We want Yeti from Hunter Chillin', and we want to thank all of these hundreds of thousands of Hunter Weather and Download the Show and Yeti the Show. Panya, over these years where we done been on the air. And read of us. We're so glad for all of the over 900 children now to follow. We at Gullah Geechee on Instagram. And read of us, the over 1,700 or 100 children with a follow. We at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. We don't reach over these year new numbers and things like that are doing Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. So thank you, thank you for all of Hunter that are following at Gullah Geechee. And make sure if Hunter ain't done did it for going to the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, and now we got the Gullah Geechee Nation group did it on Facebook too, where we'd post some different things and go and have different discussion coming up throughout the air and things like that. So please make sure for going on and follow me. Punnet. We thank you, thank you to all the hundred children who the follow we and make sure you follow the sponsor of the program, Gully Get Your Sea Island Coalition, but Facebook too. And join. Come a member. Hunter can be anywhere in the world and be a member of the Gully Get Your Sea Island Coalition. One more again, go to gullahgeechee.net or send an email to G U L G E C O at AOL dot com. So for all the hundred children and things like that, that now stand tall, tell me to crack my teeth like this and things like that. I go and crack them now the rest of the week, so hundred can stand. All right. So I'll definitely speak this way so the rest of you around the world that tune in all the time can understand and overstand the message here. And this is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation, also the founder of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is almost 20 years old. And truly, I have an excellent announcement given that this is Black Philanthropy Month I definitely thought it would be the apropos time to let all of our supporters and our listeners know that we have been able to obtain the various items that you have seen in the conch so that we can move to the next level, the next phase in our work to make sure to digitize the entire Gullah Geechee Al-Kabulan archive, which is the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. And so I want to thank all of the numerous folks that have given Chief Stephanie, who's a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, Dr. Derrickson, also the University of Minnesota, we had donations from the Jacobsons off of James Island. We've had numerous people who have given smaller donations. We've had hundreds and maybe thousands of people give $5, $2, $3, here, there, here, there, that added up to be able to get a number of the things that many of you who are Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fans have seen us using to actually cover the books 
and cover the posters. And now we have stacks of archival acid-free boxes, which are not all of what we will need. So we are still going to be continuing to ask for the acid-free boxes, but we now have the electronic equipment that will allow us to actually scan and digitize the various things. And we also want to thank some of our student groups that have come for years and years and have been helping with everything from clipping to filing to data entry, and that now when they return will be a part of the process as well of digitizing and contributed even some backup disks that finally got to plug into our new system today, and that is our folks from the Africana Studies Department at North Carolina State University. It has been outstanding working with Dr. Ray and her various students over the years, seeing new groups come in, watching them grow, and then watching them graduate, and seeing some of them that even after they graduate decide that they still want to come during March, which is our Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month, to help do the work. And we actually have a new set of students that are coming next week that are going to be coming from a university down in Florida, but these will be international exchange students that are going to come and be the first set of students actually helping with this phase of digitization and also finishing up some other exterior work, aesthetic work, at our Hunter Home, Gullah Geechee Research and Retreat Center. And so it is truly a blessing to be at this point in time with things that we are now setting up, that we are hooking up, and to have just finished completing our first training that many of you might have seen the photographs of people working at a table and putting covers onto books and working together, putting posters into things with white gloves on. If you saw those on Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page or even at our Instagram site, at Gullah Geechee, then that is part of the work to maintain the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. And so it is a blessing to actually see the vision come true and come through due to all of the support. We also want to thank Dr. Christina, who's out in Nigeria, who even made sure that we got a printer that was able to be used in the archive. And as we got new equipment, we then were able to donate that printer to one of the other organizations here that's doing work to help in the community and to help our community stay on the land because that, of course, is another part of our process of our work through the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is directly connected to the overall mission of the Gullah Geechee Nation Constitution. Well, interestingly enough, we just got through with a very powerful and power-filled week of gaining more partners, more support, raising more awareness throughout the entire Gullah Geechee Nation from North Carolina down to Florida. There were only a couple of counties that I can think of off the top of my head in South Carolina, two counties that did not participate this year. One participated last year and didn't participate this year, but we're not exactly sure if they didn't get all the information in time to do it. And then another county has never participated in South Carolina at all. And when I mention this county, the others, some people see no shock that they have not participated at all. But other than that, we've had everywhere, every county from North Carolina 
down to Florida to participate with the exclusion of some cities. Our bookend cities did not participate. We had a number of other cities in between those two bookend cities as well as their counties to declare Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week this year. We got an unprecedented 19 proclamations for the celebration, 19 of them, one of which I still have to go and actually obtain during a ceremony this month of August. So I want to thank every city, every county, every individual, Oyotunji African Village, that participated in making the Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week truly a time for shout. We want to thank Ichi Kunda. We want to thank everyone who presented on Saturday for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. We want to thank all of the Council of Elders and our representatives who are the ones who gave us their time, gave us their knowledge and wisdom, and helped to make sure that that event was promoted and was put on so that we could actually have physical people there to assist with getting things done. So we want to thank even folks from the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association for all their support of the event and participation in the event as well and their support of the overall week of activities and our family from our official nonprofit of the Gullah Geechee Nation, the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, as well as our folks that are always holding it down and raising us up in Florida, the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida. And so we thank them for all the work, all the effort, all the vision, because if it were not for folks that know how to come together and work together, rather than us talking about the manifestation of vision, we would still be talking about dreams that we have. So there has to be that manifestation. You have to wake up at some point and get to work to be able to have the vision manifest. So I thank them for being workers yet in the vineyard and that it got done. And for all the folks that came from around the country, from Las Vegas to right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, the various areas, family from Skeeter Beach, Folks had a great time on Saturday. It was a very interesting flow this year because we had a set. It was like three different sets of people. People kept, like, flowing in, being there for a portion, flowing out, and the new set would flow in, and then that set would flow out and another one flowed in instead of just everybody just being there beginning to end like we're used to and whenever we have it in South Carolina. So it was very, very interesting this particular time. But every year there's a different energy, a different crowd, and we pray that some point everybody is able to converge on one place together from these 10 years that we've had the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. And, of course, this year we were supporting the work of Geechee Kunda and was able to give them a contribution toward that continued work and was also supporting the work of the Gullah Geechee al Bulan Archive. So because of this, we'll be able to go forth and replenish with some additional stock because we have a number of more posters and we do need more acid-free boxes and acid-free poster holders. So those will be things that now we can proceed with obtaining more of while we go forth into the digitization process as well. And, of course, the major sponsor for the overall event is All Mobile Productions. So I definitely want to salute 
uh, my co-founder of the festival, Kwame Shah, for all the work, all the effort, all the contribution that All Mobile Productions puts in, and to all the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition members, because your membership is part of why we are able to go forward and get the word out about this event every year because the coalition handles most publicity for this event every year and definitely is right there to host. So we have some new members that joined over the weekend. We have some new members that joined even as of today. So we said thank you, thank you to all the hundred children and like that glad that hundred the giant we for the true story of who we to be. And so definitely there's a lot more to come, a lot more on this journey. And one of the groups that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition works right alongside of, and I'm also on their board, is the Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network. And so many of you who are on our social media, on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee, as well as Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, you have seen us posting, especially during our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, you've seen us posting the GoFundMe uh, campaign for saving Gullah Geechee land. And so I hope that by now you've been able to make a contribution, no matter how small the amount, every dollar does count. Every dollar does count. And we are trying to get to the $10,000 next benchmark. We thought we would get there during Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, but right now while I'm talking to you, I'm looking at the site, and we're only at $81,095, $8,195. And so we definitely want to get to $10,000. So we're going to call on all of our listeners, all of our supporters, because this is Black Philanthropy Month, to make this one of your goals to please make sure to donate to this Help Save Gullah Geechee Land campaign. All you have to do is type in Help Save Gullah Geechee Land or Save Gullah Geechee Land GoFundMe, and it will come right up. So please make sure that you donate, and let's get to that $10,000 mark this month because this is one of the crucial campaigns that we are working with. Another campaign that's directly tied to this, that is also a GoFundMe campaign, is to save Gullah Homes on Defusky Island. And so there is another GoFundMe campaign, and so we want you to go ahead and go over there as well and make a donation, make a donation to one maybe this week, make a donation to the other one at the end of the month if you can. And so we'd like you to help with that project because what that project is doing is once we have the people's land kept and saved for them, you can also assure that people will have a place to live in because many of the homes that are on the Fusky Island started to dilapidate and deteriorate. And now we have an organization that's partnering with us here at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation to actually restore these homes. And so this month on Gullah Geechee TV, you are going to see me at the first house that has already been restored on the Fusky Island. And so right now, that $200,000 campaign is only at $3,105, $3,105. So let's say at least 
my listeners, let's get the GoFundMe campaign for Saving Gullah Geechee Land at least to $10,000. That means we got less than $2,000 to go. We have hundreds of thousands of folks listening. We can all kick in five, ten, twenty dollars $20, and we can be way over that mark. So if we can all donate to that and then turn around and donate an, an amount to this fundraiser, let's try to get them at least half the way. Let's get them to the $5,000 mark on that by the end of this Black Philanthropy Month. Let's get out of that 3105 and let's at least get that to 5000 this month. So once again, those are two different GoFundMe campaigns. One says Save Gullah Homes for Gullah Families, and the other one is Save Gullah Geechee Land. So it's very, very interesting to sit in the midst of coming out of our major fundraiser and awareness campaign for the Gullah Geechee Nation, which is our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, which will return to Charleston, South Kakalaki, next year, the first weekend in August. If you are on our social media, if you're at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, or you're part of the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, you already see the flyer. I saw one comment before I came in the air and said, wow, they organize early. Yes, we organize early because we have an ongoing mission to keep our people on our land and also to be able to tell our story accurately. But in order to do this, it does take financial support, and it does take global support. So we need to make sure that at all times, with all the other distractions that people have going on, that we give them information as early as we possibly can because we know it takes a lot to be able to travel to the Gullah Geechee Nation if you live in other parts of the world, even in the United States. People have to save, they have to figure out how they're going to get here. Once they get here, how are they going to get around while they're here if they don't drive? These kinds of things are critical. And so we want to make sure early, early on that folks know what is happening. Also, we have our calendar of activities in the conch January so that you can plan for the whole year without someone planning on top of each other. We've worked diligently throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. I only had one group to first adhere to not having their event on top of another annual major festival. And then they turned around and switched it and put it right in the same date as one of our major festivals that happened in South Carolina. Well, we cannot go and support an event in another part of the Gullah Geechee Nation when we know that there was an event that predated theirs because we're not about competition. We're about collaboration. We're about continuation. We are about keeping our culture as our ancestors created it. And that took everybody, Ibo, Mandinka, Malinke, Yoruba, Gola, Gizi, Mendi, Temni, Fiki, Bibio, Adoresa, Chilna, Kain, Negera, for work together. That way we have that spiritual, Yana, Yana, Yedisi, work together, Chilna. Don't you get weary? Grit can't meet in any promised land. Now, it's not working together if you already know that people have an event at the same weekend and all you say is, well, oh, they're in a different state, so uh, it don't matter. We're all one nation. So if we're one nation, we shouldn't have date. We have 52 weeks in a year. There's no reason for two major festivals to be on the exact same weekend in two different parts of the Gullah Geechee Nation because then people are not able to travel from one to the other if they so choose to do it. And it's proven 
from the Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. There are people who will get in their cars, they will drive, and they will come to a number of different locations to support. We saw some of the same faces at Mesquita Beach that we saw at MJ Soul Food that we saw then Saturday at Geechee Kunda. And so there's some folks stuck in their pond. They can't leave their state because they just don't want to. It's not even that they don't have the cars to get there. Just their mind, they need to transform their minds, and they feel like they can only attend something if it's in their state where others know that the world is bigger than their state, their neighborhood, their block. And so they go ahead and they come on out. And so we pray to God that others will start to do that. That is why this festival gets moved to different areas so that people see the living culture in the Gullah Geechee Nation in different areas and so that you support the institutions and the businesses that are Gullah Geechee owned and operated throughout the area, and that you support the fundraising efforts like the ones I've already announced that will keep those businesses, those institutions, those family compounds alive on Gullah Geechee owned land here on the coast in in the face of all of the other issues that we're dealing with environmentally that we can start to heal the land overall spiritually and economically, and I am sure that the Creator will help us heal it environmentally as well because the work is being done. We're not sitting there wishing and we're not sitting there dreaming. We're actively taking part in leading this movement to where it should be. And so part of that, as I said, requires that economic support. That is a major component at all times. So when people say, well, we're coming to the Gullah Geechee Nation, but then they want to come and then they don't want to pay, even some of our institutions are only $5 to go into and tour the museums for multimillion-dollar institutions to be able to operate. And people will refuse to pay the $5 to go inside and want to walk around just on the grounds and take pictures of buildings on the outside, refuse to go in to learn from the people inside what the history and the culture really is, what the institution story is. That is saddening. I know that we're in this age of freebies, that everybody wants to download everything for free or stream it for free. But then that means you should have money then to contribute when you do come out to places. And within the, quote, black community at large, we know that that is a major issue. It has been a major problem since integration for us to support black-owned and operated businesses, much less institutions. So when I saw the announcement about Black Philanthropy Month, I thought it was so apropos because it reminded me of Black Empowerment, Economic Empowerment Month, that I started up when I had my organization, the African Cultural Arts Network, my partner Barry Austin and I started Black Economic Empowerment Month, and that would be every December to get people not just to get caught up in a shopping spree at that time after Black Friday but with everybody's store, but to not forsake their own black businesses that are fledgling, that are small. A lot of times are mom and pop. They don't get to get to the point of being major corporations because they don't have the financial backing from the community. So when we start talking about being philanthropic, we can only have people who can be philanthropic when we have people who are already economically empowered in our communities and that have the mindset 
to give not only to the national and international charities, but some of their smaller nonprofit organizations right at home, right in your door, right in your community, the ones where it really counts and where they need your dollars the most, where they may not have a 20 $50 million, $100 million endowment like some of these national charities have, but that they may just be making it on their own. So please consider where you make contributions all the time, but especially during this time of Black Philanthropy Month in the Gullah Geechee Nation. The Gullah Geechee Angel Network is a 501c3 nonprofit federally recognized Organization. I say all that to say that means when you make a donation to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, you can get a tax write-off for it. And all you have to do is go to GullahGeecheeAngelNetwork.com. Another way that you can give is if you are shopping online and you shop from Amazon a lot, like even some of the things that I mentioned that we bought for our archive were bought from Amazon. Well, we use Amazon Smile. And we have the Gullah Geechee Angel Network as our official charity so that every time we make a purchase, then funds from our purchases also go to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network. And everyone listening can make the Gullah Geechee Angel Network your charity at Amazon Smile. And so that this way, every time you shop, they give some of the money out of what you spend to the charity. You don't get charged extra. They just give some of what you spent to that charity. Many people have 401Ks, and they don't realize that also their companies that offer a lot of 401Ks often will match your charitable contributions, too, the same way they match that money in the 401K in the corporation. But if you don't go to them and say, well, I'm going to give $50 to the Angel Network, will you all also give $50? Then you only gave 50 where you could double it and give 100 if you went in to your HR department, your human resources department, and find out what else is available that the corporation can and will give as well. A lot of them have one-to-one match programs. If their employees tell them what charities to give to. And so definitely we appreciate everyone who does consider the Gullah Geechee Angel Network when you make donations and when you ask your bosses to also contribute to the same places that you contribute to. This is when we can start to really talk about philanthropic acts that benefit the black community. And for those who never really, you heard that word philanthropy, but you all know me on this show, I love to go and look things up so that this way we're all talking about the same thing. Well, in the dictionary on my computer, one of the ones that just came in that was setting up, it says, it's a noun the desire to promote the welfare of others, expressed especially by the generous donation of money to good causes. In North America, a philanthropic institution, a charity. So these charities that you give to, this is when you donate, you are being philanthropic. I know in the black community every Sunday we're very philanthropic, some of us because we make a donation on top of our tithes and offering basket in a church. Many of us give to our synagogues. We give to our mosque. We give to our spiritual groups if we're in Ifa. We give to the particular society or kingdom or village that we are part of in that manner. But we also then need to consider, even like I say, if it's a dollar, $2, $5, $50, whatever that you can put aside 
after you save some money for yourself now to do some wealth building because we're still talking about that too, then we also need you to consider you put aside five dollars for yourself, give a dollar to a charitable organization that is helping our community because other communities thrive because they are people there are people in the community that can be emulated that volunteer their abilities, that volunteer and give of their knowledge, their wisdom, their understanding, their expertise to ensure that things go forward in their communities. These are usually the people who are serving on the boards of these nonprofit organizations. They don't get paid to be on the boards. They actually are contributing their time and many times their money. Trust me, I can tell you firsthand from the, all the ones I've served on and told them I'm coming off and then all the other ones who somehow seem to have got the memo, oh, she came with that one, maybe she'll come on ours. So a lot of these organizations require, if you're on the board, even as an advisor, to give financially. And so these are the types of philanthropic acts. I'm not telling you to do something I don't do. I'm telling you to join me and many others in our community in doing this, and we wouldn't see our institutions dilapidated. We wouldn't see our organizations defunct. We would see them thriving and surviving. I know some people who are alumni of HBCUs, you say, well, that's my philanthropy. I go to the alumni functions. I buy tickets. I go to football games. Well, also they usually have actual foundations. They have nonprofits that you can donate to as well. So these are some things to consider as we go forth, and this month is a key time to do it, which is Black Philanthropy Month. They actually have a website, and you can look it up, blackphilanthropymonth.com. You'll see BPM 2015 popping up on your Facebook pages like I did. Um, if this is probably something that you do often, this will probably show up in your news feed because some of your friends are probably affiliated with it, participating in with it, and so on. And so I'm going to read you a little background on it so that you understand where this is coming from. Well, Black Philanthropy Month, held every August, was created in August of 2011. So it's not that old. You're talking about being less than five years old. It was created in August 2011 by Pan-African Women's Philanthropy Network as an annual global celebration of African descent giving. So in other words, warning people of African descent to give. Recognized by the United Nations as part of its declaration of 2011 as the International Year of People of African Descent, declared by Congressman Keith Ellison with proclamations from Minnesota's governor and the mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul, we invite all black communities and their allies to take August and beyond to promote the power of giving to transform lives. In 2013, a concerted effort was taken to invite public participation in a wave of activities, discussions, thought pieces, events, and generosity that started in August, surged through the year, and washed into 2014. The multimedia campaign occurred online and offline with local and global dimensions. In 2014, they held a special significance since August the 28th marked the 50th anniversary of Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech and the Great March on Washington, and they did commemoration of the watershed events by doing causes for reflection and action, which gave rise to a focal concept of BPM 2013 of Dreams and Mountaintops. And for 2015, the theme is a season of change, a season of change. 
Now, it is such a poignant time for us to talk about a season of change because in the Gullah Geechee Nation, this is the end of the harvest season. This is the time that you see the fields where we were coming out with the watermelons and the tomatoes and the okra and the corn and all of that, that now the field is, as we say, grind back in a dry up. And so you'll see that the fields now are taken over by weeds mostly, high grasses just coming in to take them, and that means that season is changing. The weather will start to change soon. But this season of change needs to be that that is just like when you plant the seeds before the harvest come. You have to plant them for something to grow for you to be able to harvest. So philanthropy is about just that. If we want positive institutions in our community, we have to plant a seed for those to grow. If we want to have good educational institutions or great educational institutions in our community, we have to plant a seed in order for this to grow. If we want Gullah Geechee culture to be spoken about in a positive and accurate manner in a current age of human rights, not just relegated to some rice fields and cotton fields and making baskets and singing songs back in the antebellum era, then we have to plant the seeds into the organization and the institutions that are telling the story holistically and telling the whole story, not just wanting to be entertained when people have an occasional festive activity going on or party going down. But we need to make sure our parties have purpose. If we are going to do things, we need to be raising money and giving to our institutions, our organizations. So, again, I call on every listener to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. I call on every one of you to give a donation to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network. Go to GullahGeecheeAngelNetwork.com. You can also go to the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. Click the Give button, and you can make a contribution online that quick, that easy. Just can donate. If you go to gullahgeechee.net, you can still contribute to our Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour and the funds we're raising through that to, again, assist with ongoing work here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, educating and uplifting the community and being able to be a source of support for various organizations, various activities, and various folks, individual folks and the things that are going on. There is membership available also in the Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network. So if you say, well, I want to join first to see what they're really doing, well, it's $20 for you to become a member. But we'd like you to make sure that you donate to that Save Gullah Geechee Land campaign, and let's get it at least to that $10,000 benchmark. We know there's a long journey to the $2 million, but every step we take gets us closer to the goal on the journey. So if we can get to that $10,000 benchmark, then we'll all go forward to the next benchmark. If we can get to save the Gullah Geechee homes for Gullah Geechee families on the Fusky Project complete, then that project will move off that island to other islands throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. I was contacted today 
from one of the islands that I visited earlier this year, saying that they now need assistance with a beautification project, and we already were working with them on another project. And so definitely there's ongoing work to be done that is philanthropic work. And so there are a lot of Gullah Geechis that are out there in the world that are actors, that are athletes, that do not contribute back here at home. Folks here and tell me they just don't know something's going on because if they were really interested, their handlers could find out about what nonprofits are here at home for them to donate to. But many of them do not donate here, but they end up forming their own foundations, and they contribute in the cities where they live and then we don't necessarily see them give here at home. Now, they may come and they may do photo ops, but I'm talking about writing checks to some of these major things to help people stay on their land. And we definitely need that kind of awakening amongst those who are out there who are major actors, major Hollywood screen actors and TV show actors that are native Gullah Geechee's, I'm thinking the two I'm seeing in in front of my face right now, and a third that's not directly from the coast, just a little bit inland. And then there are several people who are even in the NFL right now and some who've retired from the NFL that are native Gullah Geechee's, that they give to their family members. They help with their family members. They help with their individual things. But we definitely would need their help for these much bigger goals to get to the end, even if they just held charity dinners where they lived and then sent the checks back. It would be a blessing to the community to help get these things going forward and keep them going forward. So when we talk about a season of change, we have to change the mindset that somebody's going to come from the outside in to save you and someone's going to come from the outside in to give you their stuff, including their money. We have a multi-billion dollar multi-billion dollar black community in North America, in America alone. And that money is more often than not spent on aesthetic accoutrements, cars, clothes, hairdos, nails done. And as I've mentioned before, it was tragic for me to read online that the medium, the median wealth, for an African-American female was $6, that her median amount that she actually had in terms of her assets would actually average to $6. Now, I find that very disturbing, but the reason being is the net worth is what they're dealing with when we're talking about their wealth. And if you have more debt than you have assets, that's what then comes into the calculating of net worth. And so if we don't have already built up funds for real wealth building, owning land, not paying on houses, not mortgages, I'm talking about fully paid for mortgage has been burnt, land and homes, then the net worth is lower. If we're investing in cars and not having houses but we're renting some houses place and driving a car that we're paying a note on, we don't have a valuable net worth, you usually have a negative net worth. If we still have student loans that we're still fighting to pay, these things will have us with a negative net worth. We have to change that around because only once we have a positive net worth and a positive opinion of ourselves and our community that we do have the ability to sustain our institutions, to sustain our organizations, to sustain our culture, and do it together 
then we will not be able to continue to forward agendas and have these things change. So a season of change is very appropriate because now is the appropriate time for us to make a change in our communities to be able to give. I like what's on the website for Black Philanthropy Month that says Black Gives Back. Black Gives Back. I thought that that was a wonderful statement. And so we need to make sure that if you're black, you give back, not just physically and emotionally with the prayers and everything. That's a blessing. But we also need to give financially to our organizations, to our institutions. So I'm calling on all of our supporters in the Gullah Geechee Nation to focus on four. We got four weeks this month. So I'm giving you four things this year that we're looking at. We want you to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. Make a donation to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network of any amount. It could be a dollar. Just make a donation. We want you to make a donation to the Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network, whether that means you become a member of it or you make a direct donation, preferably the direct donation to the Save Gullah Geechee Land GoFundMe campaign. They've already reobtained, reclaimed two properties from four Gullah Geechee families, two properties that were auctioned away from those families last year are now back in the hands of those families this year. We are running out of time because you only have a year and a day to reclaim properties that had been auctioned off last year. And so we need to get to $80,000. I'm asking you all to help get to the $10,000 benchmark and others on the board and Sister Teresa White who founded the group are out beating the pavement, beating the bush, shouting and everything else to try to get other supporters to come in to get to the rest of the way. But I'm calling on my listeners to at least get that campaign to $10,000 before this month is over. Let's all do all we can to share those links to get that campaign to over ten grand this month so that we can make sure we announce that and we show the power of us working together to help get people's land back. $80,000 total would get all Gullah Geechee land back that had been auctioned to Beaufort County, South Carolina last year. So that's why it's such a big push for that. We also want you to contribute to the Save Gullah Homes for Gullah Families Project so that when that project is done, when that $200,000 benchmark is reached, they're going to move on to another building that's on the Fusky. When that one is reached again, they move on to another building. When they finish those buildings with that rotating loan fund, that rotating fund that's going to go around, fix the buildings, and then return the deeds to the family, right now they rent the houses out for the family. So every family still have their, they actually have their deeds, but return actually to the family being able to occupy the home is what I mean. The families hold the deed, but they don't get to use the house themselves other than on certain weekends until the whole thing is recovered. So we can get this whole thing recovered. That family can now rent the house, live in the house, do whatever they want, 
They don't have no more. They don't got no bill to pay on that. There's nothing attached to it. They got everything where they can move on with it. And then the next house they can move back in. The next house they can move back in. The next house they can move back in because it will revolve the same hundred and fifty to $200,000 around and around and around to repair each building. When they finish there, they'll move to another place. And all this time, the Gullah Geechee families will continue to own their buildings. But what good is it going to be if they own the buildings and the buildings collapse on them, the houses, the roofs fall in, the the storms come, they take away the rest of what's standing there because it's not stabilized, these kind of things. And these buildings, trust me, on Defusky, because many of the families got displaced and live in other areas of the Gullah Geechee Nation or even all the way out of the Gullah Geechee Nation as far away as New York that I've met people from Defusky and been living there for years and generations now. If they've been displaced this long, many of those houses aren't even standing now. And I saw a number of trees growing up around some other ones that we would love to be able to restore, but we cannot get to that point until this first 200000 is raised. So we need 80000 within the next two months for to save the Gullah Geechee land, to at least get all that auction property off the auction block back in the hands of those families to get their deeds back to them. And then we need 200000 to move to just the next house restoration on the Fusky where the people have the deed, but they don't have a decent house to move into. And these houses are being retrofitted so that they can come back and come back onto the island and repopulate the island because, unfortunately, the Fusky is one of those islands wherein we have lost a great deal of our population off of that island. And so right now we're working on these four major things, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, become members, Gullah Geechee Angel Network, Save Gullah Geechee Land, and Save Gullah Homes for Gullah Families. we got four weeks, one project a week, one donation a week. Excellent. We would be overjoyed that we would have had is a successful black philanthropy month in the Gullah Geechee Nation as we just had a successful Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, which for me felt like a month because prior to the nine days of celebration, and many of you who keep up with Gullah Geechee TV, and, which is www.gullahgeechee.tv, and who go to YouTube and watch our channel there or subscribe to the channel there. And I want to thank all the subscribers. We have about close to 1,200 subscribers. So if you are not a subscriber on YouTube, please go directly to YouTube and type in Gullah Geechee TV or type in Queen Quet and go to our channel there and click on subscribe. We would greatly appreciate getting the 1,200 of you. Um, we thought we'd get there before the Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week ended, and we had we have over a quarter million views, but we haven't reached that 1,200 subscribers. So please go ahead and, and subscribe. And so we can keep you aware of all of what's going on. This celebration seems like a month for me because if you were watching the journey on Gullah Geechee TV, you saw me go up and down this coast. You all haven't even seen the clips from the month before that in June. So from June all the way through to just yesterday, I've been traveling up and down the Gullah Geechee Nation coast from North Carolina, Florida, and back up and down, participating with the communities, assessing the communities, hearing from the people in our communities what their needs are. And they definitely appreciate us having the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition still out here in the field, still on the ground, still being our major 
grassroots organization, and we'll be taking all of this information we've amassed to the United Nations once again. So being a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition helps support our global journeys and our global work, our international work and our international mission, helping to support the Angel Network. You'll see the entire mission statements there of the various pillars of what is taught throughout the work of the Angel Network. And if you're going to be coming to Charleston October the 1st, will be the Gullah Geechee Angel Network's production once again for the Moja celebration that happens annually in Charleston. And so we want you to come on down and shout a Lee Wall and thing like that. I want to testify and thing like that. They're having the production once again this year. And so, of course, we'll be talking about that later on in the year. And like I say, stay tuned to Gullah Geechee TV because you're going to see episodes coming up this month regarding both the Pan-African Family and and Land and Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network, as well as the project with saving the homes on the Fusky for the Gullah Geechee families. It is a joy to see visions manifested. Brother Willie J said that to the group that was there at the festival on Saturday. He said, "When you're sitting here in this building, you see the vision." of two people manifested. When you're here at this event, you're seeing a vision of this sister, and he pointed to me, Queen Quet manifested by you all being here today. And it was very true. He hasn't worked with me a lot. He's only met me a few times. But he's kept up and heard about what the vision is. And as most of you know, I truly believe in the scripture that says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And so this vision that the founders of Black Philanthropy Month have had has started to manifest itself ever since 2011. And if they are listening, I want them to know you have the support of the Gullah Geechee Nation and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, and we definitely will continue our giving to various things that are going on. So make sure that you go online to Black Philanthropy Month You'll also find them on Facebook. You'll find a serious amount of information here about who are the architects of it all. And they, too, believe in Ubuntu. Ubuntu. I am who I am because of what we all are, which is an African proverb. And so, you know, we leave the sidecast now right long. And so it's critical that we all realize that and that we work together. You can help be a sponsor of their month. They have ways that you can do that as an official sponsor, and when you go to the website, you'll see all of the details there as well. So we greatly appreciate all of you who came out, as we say, taught it, not robbery, and you gave while you attended our events throughout Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week you gave donations in addition to purchasing items. We've been in, we've been going through inventory today because we have to replace different items that sold out. Even during the midst of last month, we had to reorder items throughout the month, especially the T-shirts. We now have hats, the flags. People have truly represented, and it has been a blessing 
to walk into places and see our Gullah Geechee Nation T-shirt on people and then to see the brothers snatching up the hats uh, last week and making sure that they got those right away. So we have those things and more things coming, the patches, and then, of course, other decals for cars and all of those types of things. And so we greatly appreciate everybody who thought it not robbery to be part of representing the culture in an honest way, that truly you want to come out and support the truth, not that you just want to be entertained, but you want to support a movement for people's human rights and that you respect that we have a right to tell our own story and that we don't know who we to be because we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And so as we always do, here, if you have any questions or anything you're here in the chat, thank you, thank you, guests with Dia this evening, live in the chat and the other rest of churn with the yet it is over we Facebook page and true to blog wall and things like that. But in these last few minutes, just in case anybody has any comments or questions, I want to open up the phone lines for folks to call in if they'd like, three four seven, three two four, three nine zero three, three four seven, three two four. 3903, and all year long you can become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sion Coalition. All year long you can give to any of these charities that we're mentioning. And throughout the month we're going to mention some more things that are going on in the community that you can come out and support. And one of the things that I definitely want to announce now, because some of y'all figure, well, oh, well, the festival over, oh, if you missed it, oh, that's it, oh, I don't know what else I'm going to be able to do. Well, if you are coming to the Gullah Geechee Nation Labor Day weekend, that first weekend of September, September the 5th, the Heritage Days Committee that plans and then works the entire Heritage Day celebration, which is 33 years old, which is a major homecoming here on St. Helena Island at Penn Center. They will be having their next fundraiser dance, which will be a dress to impress Blue Jeans Bowl. Kwame Shah Olmo Productions will be DJing if you attended the All-White Affair back in June and celebration of Black Music Month. Well, if you're going to be here for the Riverfest, which will go on Friday and then Saturday during the day. You can just come right on over in your blue jeans to that event on Saturday so that you can leave right from there because both activities are on the same road, on Lands End Road, and you can come from the Woodlands Club Riverfest right on over to Penn Center to Darrow Hall. It's going to be a wonderful down-home celebration, grown folks only, 30 years and over, advance tickets are $20 at the door. It will be $25. And so the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has tickets. The Welcome Center at Penn Center has tickets. All members of the Heritage Days Committee have tickets. So you can definitely keep up with that and come on down, have a good time with some grown folks' music, some good old Gullah Geechee food, and a wonderful celebration. This will be the first time that we have a Blue Jeans Ball here on St. Helena Island. So come on out and party with some Gullah Geechee who know who it'll be for that Labor Day weekend right down here in South Skagalaki. And I'm so glad that many of you celebrated with us Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, especially all of the counties and the cities, and we definitely want to say to Hunter, thank you, thank you to all those county and city councils and to the Oba of Oyotunji. And as Hunter Chillin done know, this year the Queen quit, head putting the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he's going to tune in to this year Gullah Geechee Rhythm radio station and I look forward to Hunter Chillin cracking your teeth with me next week right here and make sure for support 
all of them will be done announced. Thank you, thank you, honey, chillin. God bless you.